Let's imagine the not-too-distant future. You feel more in control of your photos than you ever have before. You look forward to the regular creative dates on your calendar. You're moving forward on that project that means so much to you. You are on fire with inspiration, and you are finally scrapbooking consistently. This is not a hypothetical, it's a real-life possibility. And for the first time, I've created a workshop specifically focused on the problem of consistency. It's called Sparked, and I'm excited to share it with you for free. Visit simplescrapper.com sparked to get access to the training and make this possibility your reality. So I want to have more productive hours in my day. I want to also have a more gentle, slower start to my day that's not so frantic and rushed. I want to feel like I fed myself first and just really feeling like I'm easing into the day, preparing myself so that I can be the best self I can be for my family, my friends, my coworkers, and to my business as well. Welcome to Scrapbook Your Way, the show that explores the breadth of ways to be a memory keeper today. I'm your host, Jennifer Wilson, owner of Simple Scrapper and author of The New Rules of Scrapbooking. This is episode 51. In this episode, I'll share my current creative plans for 2020, kick off a year of seasonal check-ins, and answer some of your questions about the bucket list project. Hey friends, it's Jennifer. Well, I am here on Monday morning, fully caffeinated and ready to talk to you for as long as it takes to cover the subject. Um, As always, these solo episodes tend to be a little bit shorter and always to the point. I want to make sure I'm sharing relevant information, everything that you need to know about what we're doing right now at Simple Scrapper, share a little peek behind the scenes into my creative life, and of course, do a little teaching. That's my favorite part of my job, and I'm excited about kicking off a new series here of seasonal check-ins with you, and we will get to that in a moment. But first, I want to talk a little bit about my creative plans for 2020. I've You've heard a little bit of this on various episodes, but I want to specifically talk about what I am doing with my smaller stories, my day-to-day moments. How am I going to feel caught up with my memory keeping for 2020? And what I'm doing for the very first time is I'm doing what I'm calling a project life. And I'm doing this completely digitally and using a photo book. So in the end, I want to have a beautiful photo book with a big 2020 on the spine to be able to put on my shelf. And you've probably heard me say this again and again, I've always dreamed of doing this, but I never felt like I had a clear plan, a vision for how I was going to get there, how I was going to make it easy and simple for me, and to really make it something that I would be excited about all year long. And so what I've done is I have really set it up as a photo management practice. This is a way for me to stay caught up with my photo library, to know what I have, to know what stories I want to tell in other formats, and to just be able to put a little tiny bow on every week. So what I've done is I've filmed a little Facebook Live for you guys, and I will put the link in the show notes because I knew I wouldn't be able to totally explain it here in a way that could make sense for everyone. 
Um, you can, as I said, the link will be in the show notes, but you can hop over to our Facebook page. And I've walked through kind of the overview of what I'm doing, of how I am keeping my photos organized in Lightroom. And really, Lightroom is doing all the work for me automatically. All I then have to do is then go delete all the junk, edit a few photos and export them. But Lightroom is really doing a lot of legwork for me to gather my photos and organize them by week. And I love that feature. And then I'm actually creating my project in Adobe InDesign. InDesign is layout software. So any kind of worksheets you see, our monthly Spark magazine, you know, I create everything pretty much in InDesign. So it's part of my day-to-day routine but I hadn't really thought about using it for my own personal scrapbooking. So in that Facebook Live, I talk about kind of all the different options I considered and why they weren't really going to work for me and why I settled on InDesign. And I I walk you through my first two weeks of Project Life and how I'm putting it together. So I'm so excited about this. I feel very energized, but also more at peace with my scrapbooking than I have in the past. Um, I think I'm on the right track. Of course, there'll be tweaks and I'll share those along the way. But I've been really looking for something to help me feel kind of that sense of control and, you know, feeling on top of our stories that I'm capturing the gist of things in ways that align with, you know, my logistical preferences and the fact that I like typing my journaling and I want it to be fast and I want to have that satisfaction of the printed book at the end of the year. But I also, even more so, I want to create space and time and energy in my life to do more fun tactile projects, to do big two-page spreads that take a few days to put together and incorporate photos from different time periods. So in order to to have that in my life, I had to change things up a bit. And it meant that I couldn't kind of use the same approach for all of my scrapbooking. I had to diversify my portfolio, if you will, in order to have more time and space for one thing. I had to simplify in other areas. And I really think this Project Life photo book is going to get there for me. So definitely check out that video. Let me know if you have any questions. I hope to be that this is all, you know, going to work out well and hope to be sharing uh, my pages and ideas and tips with you throughout the year on this. All right. Now let's shift gears to our seasonal check-in. If you've been around here for a while, you know that I love thinking in terms of seasons or quarters of the year. What can we do in the next three months and how can we wrap our brain around that so that we can maintain this new year energy that we're feeling right now all year long? How can we bring that back every single season? And I like to think of that as starting fresh. And that's why I've named uh, that the title of this episode, Start Fresh for Quarter One. How can we start fresh every single season and just feel like we have that blank slate because you do, you just have to give yourself permission to take it. So you can find these questions in our Scrapbook Your Way workbook. And just like I did with our Plan Your Year uh, episode back in November, I'm going to walk through each question and then share my responses so you know what I'm really asking here and how the answers to this will support your hobby going forward in the next three months. 
All right. So again, you can find the links to the Scrapbook Your Way workbook in the show notes. Just head over to simplescrapper.com slash SYW051 for this episode, or just click on the podcast tab in the top of the website, and you can find this episode as well as all of our other episodes. All right, let's dive in to that first question. What is your number one personal priority for this quarter? So what I'm asking you here is to think about what's going on in your life. What is your focus right now? What skill are you building? What What is your energy and your heart really going into? Because most of the time, that's probably not going to be scrapbooking. Sometimes it might be, but our years shift season to season. We all go through different things in our lives. And especially this time of year, we may have some other you know, personal priorities that are taking up our energy. And when you have that in mind, it gives you perspective of how that is supporting your scrapbooking, how that will maybe take time away from your scrapbooking, and just gives you this perspective of, okay, I'm creating within this context. This is what's important to me right now. And how do I need to align my my me time, if you will, my creative time to make sure that everything's moving forward? Things will always move forward at different paces, but if we have this perspective, we can make better decisions. So for me, my number one personal priority right now is getting up early. Uh, Starting on January 2nd, I started getting up at 5 a.m. I've only missed one day so far, Uh, so I've got six days here out of the seven, and this is a big personal priority for me. I want to create more time and more time in my days by optimizing when I am most productive. I am most productive in the morning by far. Um, I would say after 8 p.m., I'm not very productive. So I've been asking myself, well, why do I keep staying up till midnight then if I'm not being productive? So I want to have more productive hours in my day. I want to also have a more gentle, slower start to my day that's not so frantic and rushed. I want to feel like I you know, fed myself first. I'm doing reading first thing. And just really feeling like I'm easing into the day and preparing myself so that I can be the best self I can be for my family, my friends, my coworkers, and, and, you know, to my business as well. And so that's my priority. And I'm already figuring out how my scrapbooking is going to fit into that. Could I squeeze in 10, 15 minutes as part of this morning routine? Or is this really freeing me up so that I could spend time during my lunch hour or even right after lunch uh, as in order to get more of my creative goals accomplished. So I know my one personal priority is just the getting up and I'm going to hopefully, and then I'm going to assume that some of the cards will then fall into place that I will naturally see when I have peaks and valleys in my energy and I will see how things can then shift from there but I know what my personal priority is and that's what I'm going after. All right, question number two. What's been working well in scrapbooking? Now, you know, I ask this question all the time, you know, when you're thinking big picture about your whole year, but this is a question we'll always come back to is what's working well right now and how can we do more of that? So hybrid scrapbooking is definitely what's working well for me. I am loving typing my journaling It comes out easily. I tell better stories. I tell more stories when I'm typing my journaling. 
Um, I've done lots of blog posts and various series over the years on how you can kind of trick your brain into loving your handwriting and, and various ways to get more traditional journaling onto your pages. And I still love and use those. But right now, hybrid is satisfying a need and helping me move forward. And so I'm definitely going to keep doing more of that. You heard that in my Project Life segment. I'm going to be doing a lot of typing for that. And in my larger stories, I'm anticipating doing primarily hybrid scrapbooking this year, typing my journaling, and then doing more traditional layouts around that. So I'm going to continue leaning into that until it's not working anymore. All right. And then, of course, the the other side of that coin is what do you need to let go of in scrapbooking? Now, this is an, so important to keep revisiting this question again and again, because we always need to adjust our expectations to both align with what's going on in our life, to align with our changing interests, because we want to make sure we're doing more of what's working well, what's exciting us right now, and what's really getting us to the scrapbook table. So this time of year, I'm always questioning my decision to do a December daily in the, you know, in the winter, I'm so excited because I do love the project and I love when I've completed the albums, but I've had some problems with completion. And so one question I'm going to be asking myself this year is, is this something that I want to continue with my Project Life photo book? Is this going to be able to meet that need to have something on my shelf downstairs that people can look at? Do I still want to begin to create Christmas albums every year? One of my personal priorities for the whole year in scrapbooking is to finish projects. I want to be more of a finisher this year. And so I'm I'm really trying to finish all of my previous December dailies. And I'm hoping with that experience, I'll be able to answer this question. So I don't have a firm yes or no on that, but it's definitely what's on the table is, is December daily going to continue to be right for me? Or will I be able to satisfy both the storytelling and creative needs in other ways this year? All right. So our next question is, what are your top three scrapbooking priorities for this quarter? And this is where we get to the nitty gritty. You know, you have lots of visions for things that you want to do, classes you want to take, projects you want to start and finish, ongoing things you want to work on. But what really hits the top three? When you sit down most of the time, what are you going to be working on? So my number one priority is stay caught up with Project Life. I think if I, I think and I know if I do this, that it will support the rest of my scrapbooking by staying so connected to my photos, both managing them on my phone and kind of bringing it all together every weekend with these pages. I will feel, I'll know other stories that I want to tell. I'll feel like I've got control and I can only see that energizing the rest of the process even more. Uh, Being able to get to my scrapbook table and create more intricate layouts the rest of the week. So I see a little bit of a a rhythm maybe forming, and I'll definitely keep you guys caught up with what's going on with that. But I know that making this a priority will only have that ripple effect to impact the rest of my scrapbooking in a positive way. My next priority is to create at least three quote-unquote bucket list layouts this quarter. So really one a month, maybe four or five, we'll see. And what I really want to do is to make sure that I'm telling some of these bigger stories where I'm digging beneath the surface and making sure that the things that I want my daughter to know about my life, about her life, about 
things going on in the world to make sure that these stories are captured. So sometimes these can feel a little bit intimidating, but that's why we're doing the bucket list project is to kind of equalize the footing between these bigger stories and the everyday ones that even though they might take a little bit more time and energy, they don't need to feel as weighty. And I'll, I'll go into more of that towards the end of the episode, but this is definitely a priority for me this quarter. I also want to finish my 2019 December daily. I just mentioned why I want to do that. I want to be more of a finisher this year and really close the books on the past maybe decade or so of scrapbooking to do any course corrections that I might need to do, but just really finish things up so that I can move forward from here. I'm really feeling this desire for the clean slate to start to start fresh in an even deeper way moving forward. As I mentioned, my birthday is coming up here and I just I want to start this next decade of, of my life and the decade of the world really, you know, with that clean slate and and feeling optimistic about what's possible and staying creating that space for all the things that are yet to come that I don't even know about yet. All right. And then our final question here is, what would you like to participate in at Simple Scrapper this quarter? So, of course, I'm a little bit biased here because I'm leading these activities. I definitely want to make sure that we're continuing with our Your Way workshops. You can see the recording on our website of our January workshop. These are monthly free Zoom calls where we all gather together and then break off into small groups to discuss this month's theme. So each month is themed. January's theme Oops, I'm totally blanking on it now. Sorry, January's theme is creative habits. And then February's theme is find your way. And so what is your your way to scrapbook? You know, we talk about that a lot here on the podcast. What is the unique combination of formats, styles, and, and projects that make your scrapbooking way right now? And so next month, we'll really be diving into that topic. Um, and I would love to see you at the next Your Way workshop. I'm already participating in the photo editing study group. I'm already loving it because it's it's another one of those things that's really supporting my scrapbooking. It's not, it doesn't feel like something else on top. It just feels like a, uh, a practice that I'm able to get better at something that's important to me. And that's making my photos look even more beautiful because I want to celebrate these memories. Uh, this Thursday kicks off our next session of Refresh. This is our seasonal members only retreat. I absolutely love Refresh because it's this pause in your season. It's this true opportunity to say, I'm going to set a few other things aside right now. I'm going to dive into my scrapbooking. I'm going to reconnect with my creativity, with my storytelling joy, with what's important to me and recommit for the season of head. So I'll always be trying to do these quarterly check-ins right before refresh so you know when it's going to start. Um, it's it's just really that long-time love of our members. They always know that they can trust once a season, we're going to pause and we're going to dive back in and press that reset button with our refresh retreats. Of course, I'm also excited about the bucket list project and I'll at the end of the episode, I answer a couple of questions that I've been receiving about it. This is just a mechanism for telling more of your richer, more involved stories 
and a way to do that that's supporting all of your scrapbooking. Uh, This is an innovative format. We're using Trello for the entire class. And the vision here is to, to help you set up an accountability structure both for yourself and in and in a community to make sure that you're moving forward and telling both the everyday stories and these deeper stories. So I'm just so looking forward to that and and doing something a little bit different. For the first time I'm teaching some well, sorry, for the first time in a long while, I'm teaching something outside of the membership. And I'm just excited and I hope to see many of you in that class as well. And then kind of fast forwarding here to give you a preview of what's coming up. I'm really looking forward to doing a live session of Simple Scrapbooking School starting February 6th. We're just going to be taking uh, a few days. I think we're going to do five days for this one, but I need to I need to confirm that with my team to go through the Simple Scrapbooking School course that's inside the membership and really help you find your way to take all these ideas for your priorities and your goals for the year and streamline that and tweak things just a little bit so that you can have the most success and productivity possible. Because that's often all it is, is that is a shift in using this tool instead of that tool. You're doing it at this time instead of that time. And really, how can you tweak things to better align with your life, your preferences, and what's going on for you right now, and really what's filling you up and exciting you right now? So I'm looking forward to that. I haven't taught this class live in a while, and so I think that's going to be really fun. And then in March, we have Stash Bash. Stash Bash, of course, is so fun because it's that time that we have set aside to work on decluttering, organizing, and using up your supplies. We have our Stash Bash challenges that you can pick and choose from to really customize and personalize your experience. We're starting that March 5th right inside the membership. And it's so fun to be able to know that this time is set aside because If you're like me, you're always kind of pulled to organize and to get that done first before you dive into creating. But with Stash Bash, we know we have that time set aside twice a year to really give our supplies the attention they deserve and to make sure we're kind of, you know, giving that additional reset before the next season. All right. So I want to caveat all of that to say The question is, what would you like to participate in at Simple Scrapper? We create all these opportunities because we know that people are interested in different things. And I certainly don't expect every member to participate in everything. The idea is to pick and choose what fits your life right now, what's a priority for you. And that's why we ask, what are your priorities? What's going on in your life? What's working well? What do you need? And that's what will help you choose what you want to dive into um, even deeper with the Simple Scrapper community. All right. I hope this check-in was helpful for you. Again, head over to simplescrapper.com slash download or the show notes for this episode, uh, SYW051, in order to get the Scrapbook Your Way workbook where you can get these seasonal check-in questions as well as all of the questions that I included on our Plan Your Year episode. All right. Let's finish things off here with answering a couple questions about the bucket list project. So this is starting January 28th. You have just just under two weeks now to finish up registering. And I'm I'm so looking forward to this because it is so different because I know that it's going to be an accountability 
system and accountability practice and accountability community as much as it is a storytelling project. And it's with that perspective that I want to make sure you understand that this really isn't something to put on top of everything else. And I would say that's a that w- that's a fundamental thing across what we do at Simple Scrappers. I don't want to add to your list and add to a thing that you're not going to finish or not going to do. I want to create things that support the stories you want to tell and the projects that you want to create. And there's so many other ideas out there. And I know many of you are participating in other classes and you get kits in the mail and you're buying products and you have more ideas than you could ever use. And so my perspective is to what can I do to support you into using those things and getting the things done that you want to get done. And that's what the bucket list project is really all about is to helping you create some new different types of structures that support those stories you want to tell. Because I know you have this list in your mind, if not on paper, of these deeper stories that you're waiting to tell. Maybe you're even like me and you've pulled out some of those photos. You've even pulled out the supplies. But for some reason, you haven't been able to get started yet because it feels a little bit scary. So that's why we're going to do this together. We're going to work on these bigger stories. We're going to break through some of those roadblocks and get those richer, sometimes hard, but sometimes joyful stories documented this year. And we're going to do at least 12 of them throughout the year and throughout this nine months of the Bucket List Project. So there's a couple questions that I've been getting kind of repeatedly here, and I wanted to make sure that I gave you guys some answers. The first one is, what if I don't know how to use Trello? Or what if I've tried in the past and it really frustrated me? And what I'm going to say is that I want you to keep an open mind and know that I'm going to give you some step-by-step videos of what I'm wanting you to do inside of Trello. And the more you do it, basically this class is going to teach you how to use Trello by using it. Because you all know the best way to learn something is to use it. And so I'll be telling you exactly what to do, where to click, where to add something, how to create things on your own Trello boards. And I think this is maybe the experience you've been waiting for to figure out how you can use Trello. I will also say that if you've only tried Trello using the app on your phone, that I think you'll get a better lay of the land using it on the computer first in a web browser. Just because of the bigger screen real estate, you can really see things how, how things are laid out. And then once you gain that familiarity, it's much easier to transition to the app on your phone. And then the other question is more about the storytelling and the fact that this is a nine-month-long journey. And I don't know about you, but I've, I've had a hard time doing big-picture, long-term projects. And so the questions I've been seeing, will I be able to stick with it? I have a lot of other projects I want to do this year. Is this just going to be another thing that I don't finish? So as I said, this is really about supporting the stories that you want to tell this year. And I really think this is going to be a new way of looking at and and structuring how you're keeping track of the stories you want to tell, big and small, bucket list worthy and not, and relying on both your own project management skills using Trello, as well as a community to support that experience. So from that perspective, I have really, really high optimism that this is something that you'll be able to stick with, not even just in the nine months, that even beyond that, that you'll still be using the system when the class is over to support 
how you're scrapbooking, how you want to tell your stories, and making sure that you're keeping up with your priorities. All right, guys. I can't believe I've talked 26 minutes just by myself. I so appreciate you. And thank you for listening to the podcast. I've got so many fun shows lined up for this year. And of course, next week we have episode 52, which include, you know, concludes one full year of episodes. So exciting. And again, I just really appreciate you. And thank you for supporting Simple Scrapper and the Scrapbook Your Way podcast. I will talk to you guys again soon. And of course, I want you to remember that you have permission to scrapbook your way.